Hi, I'm Todd Allen Lowe, and welcome back to Allen's Pantry. Today we're going to be making some really nice, fun food, I like to call it. One of the dishes that we're going to start with is chicken taquitos. This is a dish that we prepare at the restaurant for a special quite often. It's a really popular dish, and it's fairly easy to make. So what we want to start with is our chili-rubbed chicken thighs. I have boneless, skinless chicken thigh. I've rubbed them down with salt, pepper, a little chili rub. We're going to saute those off, finish them off in the oven, and once they've been cooked, we're going to shred or pull the meat for the taquito. So obviously we need to start with a hot pan, right? Got to get that pan nice and hot. Okay. A little pair of tongs to handle the chicken. All right, here we go. Now, the reason I use the chicken thigh instead of the breast, it has a lot more fat content, and I like the flavor better as well for this dish. There we go. Just going to brown those off a little bit and we'll finish them in the oven. We want to try to keep them moist. We don't want to dry it out. So once they're browned off on both sides, we'll cover the pan and pop it in the oven and let it gently finish in the oven. The other ingredients that we have for these taquitos, I have some sauteed yellow onion and poblano peppers. We're going to put some black beans, cilantro, scallions, a little fontina cheese we're going to roll up in there. And we need a little bit of a binder. When you're doing these taquitos, if the ingredients are too loose inside the tortilla, when you go to fry them, those ingredients tend to fall out. So we've got a little potato puree that we're going to fold into that mix to kind of bind it together so all those ingredients stay tucked in that tortilla. We're going to serve this taquito on a bed of guacamole, and we're going to top it off with some pico de gallo. It's a really great appetizer. People love it. All right, flip that over. And it, the chili rub that we use on here, or chili crust we call it at the restaurant, has terrific flavor. We buy dried chili peppers, ancho, New Mexican, cascabels, and we toast that in the oven after we've taken all the seeds and the stem out and then we grind it up. So we're basically making our own chili powder. It's really terrific. It has great flavor. All right, so once we've got a little bit of a sear on this, we're gonna go ahead and cover this pan. We're gonna pop it in a 350 degree oven, let it cook for about 15 minutes, and we'll be good to go. Once it's out of the oven and it's cool enough to handle, we're going to pull or shred the meat. 
So let's go ahead and pull this off the stove. We're going to put it in the oven and pull out the prepared product that's ready to go. Okay, so for assembling the mixture that goes in the taquito, we have our finished chicken thigh meat that's been pulled or shredded. Okay, some cooked black beans. Of course, our sauteed onions and poblano peppers. Seasoned with salt and pepper. Okay, a little fresh chopped cilantro and fresh chopped scallions. And of course, our fontina cheese, grated. It's going to give a nice creaminess and richness to that taquito. Okay, for the potato puree, you don't need a lot of this, just enough to bind this mixture together. That's plenty. All right, so let's go ahead and mix this mixture up. I love this dish. We run it as a special. Once every two weeks or so, we, we bring it back. People love it. It sells like crazy. Okay, why don't we hit it with a little of our fresh cracked pepper, of course. Mixture's almost ready to go. Now with the tortilla, we're using corn tortillas. And the thing about the corn tortilla is that if you don't pre-cook it lightly and just roll it up in its raw form, they tend to crack and break apart. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a few of these tortillas. We're going to bring over a little pan with some absorbent paper towel. Okay. And we're going to take these and just really quickly flash fry them. Just enough to bubble them up a little bit. That's truly it. Okay, and it makes all the difference in the world, really. Now, you could heat these in the microwave for about 15 to 20 seconds and get somewhat the same effect, but I find this method is the most effective. Okay, that's truly all it takes to make the difference. All right, let's set those tortillas on the side and we're going to go ahead and roll these up with the stuffing inside. All right, so we take a nice amount of the stuffing, lay it right into the center. It's a little bit too much stuffing. Let's take a little bit out. There we go. Okay, right in the center of the tortilla. You see that? Spread it out all the way to the edges of the tortilla. All right? We're going to go ahead and roll that up. I'm going to try to get it nice and tight without tearing the tortilla. Okay? And we're going to put that right there. Do the next one. Here we go. A little stuffing in the center. Touch more. And we spread it out all the way to the edges. Okay, roll it up. 
We're going to put this one right up next to the first one we did. And we're going to do it one more time. All right, you take that stuffing. Like that. Very nice. Okay. Then we roll the third one up. And then we're going to lay them all right next to each other. At this point, we take a couple of wooden skewers. Okay. And we stick it through there two times. This is going to hold them together during the frying process. Beautiful. And that's it. Now, you could do, maybe you only want to do two at a time, or you could do four, depending upon how you want to serve it. A small plate appetizer or an entree. You can vary the portion. All right, let's go ahead and bring out the rest of our ingredients that we're going to put together for this dish. We're going to make some fresh guacamole. We're going to make some pico de gallo. Those are the other two components of the dish. So let's pull those ingredients together and we'll be right back. Okay, so let's put our accompaniments together for the chicken taquito, pico de gallo, guacamole. Very simple dishes, but it's all about the fresh ingredients and making it fresh every day. That's the key. Okay, so a little fresh diced tomato, some chopped red onion, right? a little minced jalapeno pepper, and of course, some fresh cilantro. We're going to need some of this for the guacamole too, so I'm just going to go ahead and chop up enough cilantro for both items at the same time. There we go. Set that off to the side. Finish chopping that a little bit. I really don't feel it's necessary to chop cilantro finely. You know, I mean, you can smell the flavors releasing as I'm chopping this. But I like to have the leaves a little bit coarser. Okay, a little bit of fresh squeezed lime juice. Right? And that's really all you need. Mix it up nice. Okay, pico de gallo in a snap. There you go. Now for the guacamole. Let's go ahead and take the rest of our chopped cilantro. We're going to add it to the bowl where we're going to make our guacamole. Okay? And again, the avocado, it's very crucial on the ripeness of the avocado for guacamole. You want just enough pressure to press in, but not mushy, right? This one feels like it's perfect. One of the things I always do, though, that little seed where it was attached to the branch, I always take that out and discard it because it's very easy for that to fall and end up in the guacamole, and you don't want that to happen. Okay. So let's split this avocado and see what we got inside. Beautiful. Very nice. Let's do two avocados. I want a good amount of guacamole on this plate. Seeds already gone from this one, so that's good. Let's go ahead and split this one. Very nice. Perfect. Let's remove the seed out of both halves. Discard those. 
Okay? Then we'll just grab a spoon and scoop the pulp out. And again, with, with guacamole, I, I really don't think it should be chopped up and pureed. I like it a little bit chunky, you know, with some lumps of the avocado in there. Okay, two more. And I know that some people will put it in a food processor and just let it run, but I like the rough, old-school way. Just take a couple of forks and mash it up. At this point, we're going to add a little bit of fresh-squeezed lime juice. Just going to roughly mash that up. Okay, we're getting there. Beautiful. They're perfectly ripe. They're just absolutely perfect for guacamole. Okay, at this point I'm going to add a little bit of fresh chopped garlic. All right? Some diced red onion. Now, some people add diced tomato to their guacamole as well. I really think for this particular dish that it's kind of redundant because we're going to have pico de gallo on top. So I'm not going to go with the tomato this time. Let's season it up. A little fresh cracked pepper. And where's my kosher salt? Oh my goodness, my kitchen is lost without kosher salt. I must have some salt. Ah, right here, okay. A little fresh sea salt. I like to have it a little bit coarse, not too fine. All right, so we've got our jalapeno pepper in there. We've got our cilantro, red onion, salt, pepper, fresh lime juice. We're good to go. All right, so let's take these forks out. We'll put a serving spoon in there. We're going to fry the taquitos now. We're ready to go. Okay, so let's go ahead and cook off the taquitos and finish this dish. <clears throat> Let me actually use... I think a pair of tongs is going to be the better application for this. And there we go. Want to get the tortilla nice and crisp, filling nice and hot. And you see how the toothpicks that are holding them together is keeping them from rolling open and falling apart. Yeah, you can feel it's really crisping up nice underneath there. There we go. Let's turn them over. Cook the other side. And you can see how the filling isn't coming out of the ends. That's the potato puree that is kind of binding it, holding it together very key important thing. Almost there. Doesn't take long. Alright, I'm going to bring over my plate for the finished product. We're about ready to pull this together. 
beautiful. Okay, again, we're gonna drop that back onto the paper towels, absorb that excess oil. Okay, so to finish the plate, we're gonna take our fresh guacamole, and we're just gonna put that right on the base of the plate. Kind of shingle it out a little bit. Perfect. And then we bring over our taquito. Drop that right on top of the guacamole. And very important, don't forget to pull out the toothpicks. Right? Put those away. And for the final ingredient, our fresh pico de gallo. Right? We're just going to kind of lay that right over the top. Now another component that we might want to finish this with, if, if you like, a little dollop of sour cream on top would really round it out. Okay, so that's how you prepare my chicken taquitos. Up next, another delicacy that is decadent and rich. So don't go away. Okay, so for our next dish, we're gonna do something very simple, yet very decadent and elegant. We're gonna be making shrimp bisque. For this, we need some fresh shrimp, of course. We're gonna use some fresh sliced shallots, a little white wine, a little brandy, some seasonings, lemon juice, and tomato paste. So let's start making the soup. First of all, we need a hot pan, all right? So we wanna saute those shallots to begin with. Right, we're going to throw in a little fresh nab of butter. And you can hear by the sizzle that that pan's got some heat. All right, so we're going to throw in our shallots now. Stir those around a bit. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. We don't want to get too much caramelization on the shallots. Slightly, lightly brown is fine. And we're there. Now it's time to add the shrimp. Saute up these shrimp. Cook them through. I have my heavy cream from the recipe of the soup already heating up in a separate pan. This speeds up the process, but it's your choice if you don't want to dirty another pan and you have the time, you can just wait to put the cream in after the shrimp is cooked. Okay. Let's add some seasoning, a little sea salt. Now for this one, I'm not gonna use the fresh cracked pepper. I'm gonna use a touch of cayenne pepper, just a pinch, and a little ground white pepper this time for this particular soup. Okay, stir those shrimp up. Starting to get a little caramelization on the bottom of the pan here. That means it's time to deglaze. 
So we're going to hit it with our white wine. And the white wine you're using to cook with, if you wouldn't drink it, don't use it to cook with. Use a decent white wine. Oh, yes. All right. We're also going to go throw in a splash of brandy. Beautiful. Now these liquors, we want them to cook down. We want to reduce them down till they're 10% of their original volume. So this is going to take just a few moments for that liquid to evaporate. In the meantime, we're also going to add some tomato paste. We're just going to set that off to the side there. Let those liquids in the bottom continue to evaporate. cream has come up to a scald now. So we're going to go ahead and turn that off. Now you could use a couple different types of seafood for this. You could make this safe time soup with lobster. You could use shell on shrimp as opposed to the peeled shrimp that I use today. It's all to your preference. Once we get the cream and all the shrimp brought up to a boil and the seasonings are where we want to have them. We're actually going to put this soup in a blender. We're going to puree it very fine. Then we're going to strain it. At that point, we'll recheck the seasonings, see if we need any more salt and pepper. Okay, that liquor is uh, cooking down nicely, almost there. You know, there's so many varieties of soup that we make at the restaurant. It's, it's really fun to work with all kinds of different ingredients. And you got to mix it up. We have a lot of repeat clientele. So if you have the same soup within a two-week period, and some of them are like, you're having that soup again? I just had that soup. So it gets challenging to come up with 20, 30, 40 different types of soup to make in a month. All right, we're going to go ahead and add our heavy cream now. And this has already been scalded, so this tremendously speeds up the cooking process. Beautiful. So we're going to let that heavy cream reduce just a bit. Very nice. Beautiful. And the tomato paste is now releasing, it's giving it a nice pink hue. If you have any tomato, fresh tomato scraps lying around, you could throw a few of those in as well to give it that fresh tomato flavor. Oh yeah. Boiling up real nice now. Okay, we're to the point now where we can go right into the blender. All right, now again with a hot liquid, you want to make sure not to overfill the blender, okay? 
you don't want to go any more than two-thirds full because the blender can explode the hot liquid out of the top of the blender and then you've got a real mess on your hands. All right. There we go. I'm going to get those nice pieces of shrimp in there. We might be able to get this whole batch in this blender, and I think we will. All right. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Place our blender top on. Beautiful. Now, what I always do just for safety is take a towel, and I'm going to go ahead and hold that top down. There we go. Start that blending process. And you see how I slowly brought the speed up. Slowly brought the speed up so it didn't start too quickly and blow that hot liquid up towards the lid. Okay, now that we got it rolling, let's go ahead and really puree that. All right. Now, we're going to go ahead and strain this now through a fine mesh strainer. And then we're going to check the seasonings. We're going to add our lemon juice. There we go. Look at the color of that soup. That gorgeous orange color is just terrific. You got to kind of work that soup through the strainer. It's a fine mesh strainer, so this is going to give it a very velvety, smooth texture. Not to mention it will be rich in flavor from the shrimp. Okay, we're just about finished getting all the liquid out of that pureed soup. I think we're good to go. All right. Now, let's plate this up and take a look at it. I think it's definitely going to need a little splash of lemon juice. I always like to leave the lemon juice till last, right? Just a little fresh acidity to cut that richness. All right, so let's plate it up and take a look at the finished product. I've got a little soup bowl down here, and I brought some fresh parsley as well. Here we go. Look at the decadent color of that. It's just beautiful. Nice. All right, a little fresh parsley. And there we have it. Beautiful shrimp bisque. So again, Allen's Pantry is all about making healthy, delicious, and nutritious food for your family and friends in a snap. So thank you for watching and can't wait to see you again.
Thank <laughs> you.